Hello and welcome back to Burn Your Boats Team. We are here again on this um, this beautiful, beautiful May week. I cannot believe it's already the end of May. We're getting we're getting there at least, right? We're getting there. Um, yeah, it's uh I woke up I woke up today and I saw in my newsfeed some uh some very interesting interesting tidbits and um it's one the one thing that I saw that uh, that caught my interest is uh an update about Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan experience. And so um okay, you know you know you're a you know you're a big deal when when you're making waves uh, when you're a podcaster and you're making waves across uh news headlines and you're affecting the emotional state of people based on the decisions that you're making for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Not even in the stuff that you uh you discuss on your show or the content you discuss them when when the decisions you make about the show that houses the the content in which you speak about is is emotionally affecting other people positively or negatively you know that you that that's that's real influence that's real um he's created true affinity um and infatuation with people and and i don't no no judgment there at all i i love joe rogan <laughs> i think that the show is amazing it's phenomenal it brings on amazing guests it's very uh an open-minded um perspective and view on things and um yeah, no, I, I really enjoy it. But so apparently, here's the deal. Here's what happened. So apparently he signed a, uh, an exclusive contract with Spotify. Um, and so I, I, I feel like I have a loose understanding of exactly what took place, which probably which probably matters, right? <laughs> but but um, from my understanding, I think that so he signed a contract with Spotify uh, for somewhere like $100 million is somehow embedded into this, I don't know, it's probably not a buyout. It's probably like over time or something, but um, um, but yeah. So he signed a hundred million dollar contract with Spotify, uh, and it seems like through the end of the year, it will his show will be available on Spotify, and then at the beginning of next year, I believe it goes exclusively to Spotify. So um, there, like I said, there's there was there was a lot of really positive um. Um, a lot of really positive feedback from people saying, you know, congratulations, it's a big deal, especially for a podcast, you know, and, and I know that his main thing is, is comedy and, um, and so the, the podcast getting that from the, that's phenomenal. It's an amazing thing. And a lot of people were really congratulatory about it. And they, uh, that, that was good, but, but. You always got the negative Nancy naysayers out there. And so apparently there were people um, that were saying, you know, oh, he's a sellout. And musicians that make... This is the thing that got me. Well, I'm going to cover the sellout thing just to, just to kind of close it out. And I'll move into the real reason why I brought this up because it's, it's kind of mind-blowing to me. Um, So they... Uh, so you said he's a sellout, and it's just that, that's that's interesting to me because when I think of the word sellout, I think of somebody who is changing what they do to 
meet the expectations or the guidelines or the vision of somebody else. So you think of like a band selling out and a band would be uh, like they would change their music to be more universally accepted versus the, the music that they created before accepting a contract. Like if the music changed because of the contract they signed in order to, whether it be explicit or or not in the contract um if they change their music to to get the money and they were no longer performing the same function that they were performing they were no longer creating the same product uh anymore then then that would be selling out so if joe rogan switched and uh as spotify had a had an agenda and said, all right, Joe, from now on, you are going to discuss, you will not discuss politics, um, there will need, be no drug usage on your show, uh, this, that, and the other, then um, th- that those are the terms of the contract. You sign that and we'll give you $100 million. And uh, yeah, and so let's, let's do business. And Joe was like, yep, let's do that. That sounds great. Um, that would be him selling out because that would be him changing his show his package his product and himself to fit the bill of something else he's not changing anything that's the thing that's confusing when people say sell out i'm like do you <laughs> the uh, princess bride expression you keep saying this word i do not think it means what you think it means <laughs> i don't get it i don't understand um yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of my beef with the with the word sellout. But this is the thing that blew my mind. There was there was a particular response, and I wish that I had it up in front of me right now. But um, it was something to the effect of musicians make uh, musicians make a really small amount of money on Spotify, and um, and and Joe Rogan has made has signed this huge contract. And as such, uh, I really want the numbers because it really makes a difference. I really want to find the numbers. Um, But yeah, and and the the last thing they said, like, they they left it as like a question. It was like, uh, is that fair? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) What? Fair? What What does fair have anything to do with anything? Like, I don't. Why would that even be in the conversation that's taking place? Um, I, it's it's the deals, the contracts that you sign have nothing to do with other people. So if if you signed up for a job at the same place that I signed up for a job. And we both showed up and we both did something very different from each other. Even if we didn't do something very different from each other. Let's say we did the same thing. Let's say we both um, were in the digital marketing space. If we were both going there and providing the same product, then we, we we still enter this company in this discussion with with the hiring portion of the company let's just say it's the ceo let's say it's a small company and um we we sit down with the ceo to get to get hired and um 
and we we both come with our different sets of experiences, right? And we both come with our our different personalities, and we come with different uh, uh, tools at our disposal, and, and and you know just our backgrounds. Like I said, our backgrounds, our experience, our skill set, our education. Um, we come with all of these different things, and we go both show up to go interview, and we both get hired, but we both get hired at a different price. Um, because the expectation of our production is going to be different. You know, the, the CEO is hiring us based on what we're going to be able to provide for the company. And and maybe he does pay the person with significantly less experience and, and um, less time in the industry. Maybe he does agree to pay him similar or the same amount that I get paid. But that's an investment that he's choosing, that that CEO is choosing to make in that person saying, you know what, you're young, but I like your energy. I like your attitude. You can't train that attitude very easily in people. And um, I would rather, and I don't want to invest my time in, in trying to get somebody who doesn't want to work hard to work hard. I would rather invest my time um, into somebody who is going to come to me with the with that work ethic, with that attitude. And as such, we can train you, we can give you the skills to to sell, to market, to build websites, you know, whatever the case is that we need for the company. And um and so, so but that's that's the CEO's choice. That's that because every every employment opportunity, every every employment um what's the right way to say this? Every single time somebody gets hired, it's a, a contract's being signed. You're agreeing to sell your labor for a price. And the person who is purchasing your labor is choosing, is purchasing your labor because of something, because you have a certain skill set and they need your specific labor to go in there. And the more specialized your skill set, the more in demand your skill set, then, then the higher you'll get paid. And if so, bringing it back to to Rogan, he has like what is it? It's like how many downloads does does Rogan have a month? Um, let's see, it's like one hundred ninety million. Um, come. On. Ninety million downloads a month. 190 million. Okay. Viewer. Viewers. Does CNN have in a month? Let's see. How many viewers does CNN have daily? Let's go daily. Um, CNN drew 1 million viewers, <laughs> but was up 1%. Fox News garnered 366,000 viewers, down 19%. What the hell? This is October 1st, 2019. Whatever. Okay. Let's say, let's, okay, let's use this. 1 million. What's, and for one day, and that was up 1%. Let's just keep it at 1 million. Um, that every day for a month would be 30 million. If that was, um, yeah, so the thir- 30 million. <laughs> Joe Rogan has 190 <laughs> million and, uh, and versus the entire, the entire 
structure of CNN. Joe Rogan has a that has 30, 60, 90, 120, six times? Over six times? 6.3, I think. Do I math right? 6.3 times as many listeners than than CNN. That's nuts. And that was October 2019 when that was in, and that was April 2019 for Rogan. So the numbers aren't, it's not like the, there's a huge discrepancy in the time frame. Like, no, that's, that's, that's right. That's pretty gosh darn accurate. And it's not that long ago. So, so, um, so it's the, the point, the reason I bring this up is it's in high demand, man. It is up there. Like, like that's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's the number, it's the number one podcast and it's been the number one podcast for a, a hot minute. So with that, he's bringing a product that, that people want and as a company that is trying to bring more people onto their platform to listen um, so that like that's there are certainly certain ways to make money right like you you have to increase the number of people that you have coming in the door you have to increase the prices or you have to um, so yeah you increase the number of people increase the prices or increase the amount that you're selling to the people you have now right and so that's the three ways to make more money than you're making now and so if spotify is trying to expand their business um then what's one way that they can do it like okay well the big thing that everyone's seeing especially now is um is the this push for podcasts is this high demand of podcasts um that that has been going on for some time now and they're like okay well how do we gain market share how do we get people to come to spotify when we have all of these free mediums for listening to podcasts how do we how do we get people's attention and bring them here and have them consistently come here where we can then expose them to more ad listings you know like okay now then now that i have another 100 million 190 million people i mean and given it's not gonna be that many because there's like i'm a person that listens to joe rogan i also listen to um i actually listen to all my podcasts through stitcher but let's just say it was spotify um so i already listened to rogan on his own app um that i have on my phone or no, no it's not his own it's he probably has one but i listen to it through stitcher um and I listen to stuff on Spotify. So I'm just saying that like it's it won't be 190 million pure that are going to go over um, to Spotify. You know, some people are already there consuming Spotify content. But it will bring anyone that's interested in Rogan's show um, will go over to Spotify. And they will be, and while they're there, they will be exposed to um, the ads from Spotify itself, you know, to sign up for a premium membership and this, that, and the other. And then, uh, and then also the other shows, right? And so if you're on, or if like, okay, well, I'll download Spotify now. Like, okay, well, I don't want to have multiple apps for my, for my podcasts, you know, like, I wonder how many of the podcasts that I listen to now I can listen to on Spotify. And so, and then how many more, um, 
podcasts are going to be recommended to me that are on Spotify, and then the advertising then works through all like all of it, through through Spotify, the app itself, through the shows on on Spotify. It's there's there's the investment that they're making. This it, it shows you the value that they're placing on on Joe Rogan and his audience to come over, and uh, and it's. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, I'd be curious to see how the, uh, how the ads are going to go. I imagine, I don't imagine that Joe Rogan would have signed up if he, he didn't get to do things kind of his way. Like, yeah, okay, I'll come over, but I'm going to do, I'm going to do me. Basically, you can just take it and put it on your, on your show. I mean, that's, that's pure speculation, but just based off the years of listening to him, like, it doesn't seem like he would, he would do something that would significantly negatively impact the audience, um, at least knowingly. Um, some of the issues that came up that were interesting was that it doesn't look like Spotify is available in some countries, I guess. But if anything, like that will be a push for Spotify to be like, Hey, now that we have demand in these other countries for, for listenership, like let's, let's expand. And now that we have more people coming in and more revenue, um, from the additional traffic coming through Spotify, let's go ahead and, uh, let's make that investment R and D expand out, and it's been it's beneficial for everyone. Yeah, sure. There's going to be some some rough spots and some um, connective. Um, oh, what God? I'm not doing great with the words today, people. Um, the continuity is not going to be incredibly smooth, right? So, yeah, there might be some rough patches, but like that's that's the name of the game, and 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 at the end of the day, like. Spotify's free. <laughs> you don't have to pay for an account. So just, you just, go, it's, yeah. And there's no real hardship for most of the people, I believe, that listen to his show. Um, but yeah, it's just, so, uh, but, but again, the thing that set me off was all of the, so all of that to say, all of that had a point, right? It wasn't, it wasn't an aside. It was all to say that, what is this guy talking about? Like, he's, it's not fair. These people only make so much money and Rogan's going to make this much more money. Is that fair? No. Or maybe yes. Like, are they, are the people that are making the music bringing that many people? Do they have, they have that many followers? They calculated how many millions of music streams or, or bands had would be put together to equal one Rogan contract. It was like millions, millions of musicians would have to come together to band together to, to equal the contract that Rogan's got with, with Spotify now. And that's because they don't have the audience. If there was a band out there that was pulling 190 million downloads a month, they would have the same exact freaking deal, but they're not. So yeah, it actually is fair. It's not, it's not, I'm, I wouldn't even say it's a justified unfairness. It's not equal and it's not supposed to be, but fair and equal are not and should not be the same freaking thing. It's not, you walking in day one of work ever at let's just say 16 years old you walk into a restaurant and you grab the spatulas for the first time and you get behind the grill and you're making sandwiches 
is it fair if you made the same amount of money that the person that had been working in the restaurant for a hot minute and had earned this position of manager, um, which is, would it be fair that you guys make the same amount of money? No. It would be equal, but it wouldn't be fair. Think about the amount of time. What would be your incentive to work hard? Now, okay, so this isn't a pure, this is maybe an apples to oranges comparison because maybe there's a band out there that has been working as long and as hard as Joe Rogan. Shoot, maybe there's a band out there that's been producing music for over the last decade. Because I think Rogan's podcast has been going on for, for 10 years. Um, let's say there's a band out there that that has been producing music longer. And has been on Spotify longer. I don't even know if Spotify's been around for 10 years. <laughs> Probably not. Say they've been pro- producing and selling music for over 10 years. And they're getting a deal cut with Spotify right now. So I'm gonna switch, I'm gonna switch this a little bit, um, the analogy and go, uh, let's go to sales. Let's go to let somebody selling. You have two, two salesmen two sales people they could be women sure that's fine <laughs> oh god this this equity crap freaking kills me but uh okay so you have two sales people and one of them sells 30 subscriptions to your services a month or they sell let's say 30 uh phones right let's let's go with things that we deal with every day so uh you have one person that sells 30 phones every month so he's averaging one phone sale a day and then and he's so and he's 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 looking to take his resume from let's say verizon over to uh over to AT&T and um you have another guy that also works at Verizon different store and he sells 190 phones a month so that's like 6 a day and then one on Sunday <laughs> working 7 days a week so when they both walk into AT&T, do you think that AT&T is going to provide them with the same with the same offer? Do you think that the person who's selling one phone a day would be able to negotiate the same way that a person with 190 phones and 6 phones a day is going to be able to negotiate? You don't have the same power. And you also almost guarantee don't have the, um, you don't, when you're, when you're killing it, when you're on top of the game, you don't have, you're not in a position of, of want or need you, um, or like desperation, right? Like when you're going into the, when you're going into the contract negotiation and, and, um, and somebody says, oh, well, I think, you know, I would like to pay this much. Like, okay, that's fine. I understand that's what you want. This is what I'm willing to accept, and nothing less than that. 
And that's something that I think a lot of us miss actually in our ability to do when it comes to those conversations. Say, um, I understand. Um, I, I, I cannot work for less than this. I will not work for less than this. Um, and you can only do that if you have the skills to back it up, right? Like the skills and the experience to justify that need. And the best way to identify that is by having been in the field, gaining the experience, looking at the people to your left and right, working leaps and bounds above them, seeing what they're getting paid and seeing what you're getting paid and saying, no, okay, I can see what the value is, especially when you're in something as, as straightforward as um as sales or if you're in something even even like uh, the podcast situation that we're talking about but that's really this is just a premise the rogan situation is just a premise for for the way that we view this aspect of our lives um and i think it's not enough people look at the bottom line of what they're doing for the actual company when it comes to dollars and cents how much have you produced for that company how much have you enabled to come in through the door and if, and if it's not your job to sell, how much efficiency have you created? How many systems have you made or developed or or fine-tuned to create and to make it easier for sales to come in the door, to facilitate it, to, to back it up, to keep customers once they're in? Um, so that's, that's, the, that's it. At the end of the day, that's it. You're selling. Like you're, If you're selling something and that's what gets somebody in the door and then you're trying to keep them in, right? And that's, that's how businesses run. <laughs> It's really that simple. Um, And so it's uh, what part of the process are you in? Identify that. And then how is what you're doing making the business better than it was when you were there before? Did you just fall into a system and you're just working it? Like, tell me that you haven't seen ways to make improvements. And are you choosing to optimize those opportunities to say, okay, well, I wonder if there's a way to do this. And then going and learning how to do it and talking to the people that are already doing it and picking the brains and, and of the people that are in there. Like if you're in a department and you're interested about efficiencies across the board, going and talking to the other people in the other departments, building those bridges from day one, establishing good relationships. Um, that's huge. That's hugely beneficial for this exact thing it helps you understand the process um helps walk you in to the nuances that each section has to deal with and then it opens up the opportunities like okay well these are some of the frustrations that we're dealing with um i wonder if there's a way to solve those and then you do that and then when it comes time for your review when it comes time for you to talk to the boss you can say hey this is what i do this is what you hired me to do i've done that and then some and then outside of that, I've also worked with these people and done these things and created this. And so with that, I, I believe I've added this much value in this way, shape, and form, either through time. And if I've saved the all of the departments 1% of time by eliminating one, um, like, just unnecessary function, um, what's 1% of everyone's salary, you know? I've saved you that much money a year by this. And so with what I've done and exceeding the standards and expectations that were laid out for me, and then by creating these efficiencies elsewhere, I've I've enabled the this much more money or efficiency efficient use of this money um, over here. And that has allowed for this to happen. Because this efficiency grew, we were able to do X, Y, and Z. And if you're able to lay that out, you're doing your own evaluation for them rather than sitting around and waiting for your 
eval to come down. You should be motivated to write your own eval because it's an opportunity for you to display the ways that you've improved the business to then leverage that for additional money. And the, the really cool part about it is while you're doing that, you develop more skills. And as you develop more skills, you become more marketable. And as you become more marketable, <laughs> there's a higher demand for you, which again enters its way into that conversation inside of the office with your boss. And it's not a way to, to extort anybody or to ask for anything that you don't deserve. You're simply asking for what you do deserve. And oftentimes the, the CEO, like we just get lost in the day to day and we, we, see somebody stepping up and we're like, oh yeah, you know, Jane steps up. She really, she comes in and she does her thing and, and, and it's so good that she's here. I love her energy and she always does her job and it's great. I'm like, oh crap, I forgot that she was the one that actually came up with this idea. And she was the one that, that thought of this, brought it up. Other people came up with some, came up with the software to make it happen and then she, she ran it through and tested it and like, that wouldn't have happened without her. Like, you bringing it up and thinking like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, that's right. And you lay all these things out and you're just, you're bringing the facts to the table. And so, <laughs> to, to, to the Rogan, to the Rogan, the Joe Rogan experience, um, it's, it's not fair. And you know what? It's not supposed to be. Nobody wants it. Nobody, well, I'm, my mistake. <laughs> it is fair. It's not equal. And nobody wants it to be equal. This, this goes to the baseline conversation. This is like the most political I've gotten potentially on the show ever. And I'm, I'm really sticking more on the philosophical side of it um, without diving into any sort of specifics that, that rear their ugly heads in the, na- in the face of politics. Um, but this goes to the basic conversation of do we, as a people, want equality of opportunity or equality of outcome? I think when you have conversations in the right way with the right people in the right time, then you have the ability to actually make progress and to improve. And so we should strive for fairness, fairness of opportunity, equal opportunity, but absolutely not equal outcomes. Tell you what, man, it feels good <laughs> to be back behind the microphone. I have missed it. I know that it's been going on, um, you know, like it's there hasn't been like a real hard miss. Like I've maybe missed. I mean, there there was. Let's let's be real. There was a hard miss. There, I think there might have been like three a three week gap. We'll call that my summer break. <laughs> I, I apologize, but I'm getting back in the swing of things and, and catching the habits and everything now and it's and it's going well and i'm just i'm happy to be back i'm blessed to have you guys with me thank you for sticking out we got some amazing things coming up and uh i just want to say thank you thank you for sticking out i'm happy we got so we got so many great things i'm so happy that you guys are a part of it and i look forward to seeing you you here again next week for another round of burn your boats thanks love y'all see you here again <laughs>